Hey there, my fellow sovereigns. Before we dive into the episode today, I wanted to give you a heads up on something new and really exciting that we are doing inside of The Princess and the Bee. Because I love learning and I know that you value growth and development as much as I do. And because of that, I want to continue to support your growth, curiosity, personal, mental, spiritual, human development, and igniting that fire of creation and development that's inside of you. So in every episode, we are including in supplemental reading recommendations. So if there is an episode that is particularly catching your curiosity, if you want to discover more, if you want to go deeper on the subject, every episode will be including books that I have either read or am currently reading that I think could offer you a deeper perspective on this topic. So if you this episode ignites your curiosity, then definitely scroll down below in the description and click the links for the additional supplemental reading. And now let's go to the show. Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life body, business, bank account, boys and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Princess and the Bee. I am so excited to be here with you today. As always, let's give ourselves a hot dose of gratitude for choosing content that uplifts and inspires and champions and challenges us to rise into our highest and best to become the queens of our lives. And speaking of queens and having a kingdom, I personally want to, as as you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, in the rapid fire section that I always ask any of uh, my guests that I have on, I always ask, what is it that you define to be your kingdom? And for me, I define to be my kingdom as my sphere of influence. So it's not just the my family, it's it's myself, it's my clients, it's my community, it's my podcast listeners, all of you listening to this episode. It is my uh, impact. It is everybody who is following me on social media or anyone who interacts with any of my social media posts or content out there. It is my sphere of influence. And one of the things that has been growing is my capacity and my sphere of influence quite substantially in my personal life with adding another very influential being, my amazing four-month-old, oh my goodness, how is he four months already, son Colton. And I was on a podcast just the other day and the podcaster asked me a question of, you know, you're running a business with two babies under five like Declan's not a baby he's a he's a toddler but we're still in that like kid cute baby age also where they're doing all the things with learning their own programming and whatnot and I I 
got asked the question that many women get asked this question of like, how do we do it all? And the thing is, is that I don't, (laughs) I don't do it all by any means. And one of the big myths that I want to take down first and foremost about the the myth of doing it all is that like work-life balance is supposed to be something that is supposed to be achieved. Work-life balance, having balance is one first and foremost, I don't believe in balance. I, I do not. I believe in harmony and that is a very different concept than balance. Balance what balance means is if, if you imagine balance like a scale, so you have a scale and in order for it to be balanced, you have to take away from one side of something that, uh, of something in order to balance it out so both are even. But let's say you have on one side, you have profit or your business success or your impact increasing. And the perception that you can achieve balance means that you have to take away from that in order to have like your life be balanced and be able to be present for your family. I disagree. I personally think that work-life balance is the biggest myth that keeps us stuck. And it also is, is a belief that keeps us stuck in some sort of achieving mode. Like it's something that can be achieved. And it can be should you choose that to be your belief system. But I prefer focusing on work-life harmony. And why I say harmony is because balance is like a one-note symphony. No one would go to a symphony or a musical or um, a ballet and listen to a symphony that was just one note where or two notes that are balanced that are just playing at the same time. That's not something that's appealing to the ears. What appeals to our resonance as humans is oscillation. What appeals to our resonance is because that's that that vibrates literally with our oscillatory patterns as human beings. We have a heartbeat. It goes up and down. We have day and night. We have night where we sleep, day where we're awake. We have ideally <laughs> we have we have this oscillation pattern. We are oscillatory beings because we are part of nature and nature oscillates. And so balance is not oscillatory. And so it goes against actually our nature as human beings. Harmony oscillates. That's why we go to a symphony. That's why we listen to music because it has an ebb and a flow to it. There is in some sections, the horns start blaring and in other sections, it's the strings or in other sections, it's a deep beat beat of a bass and so there's there is a oscillation of the pattern allowing certain parts of the symphony to take take the helm and to take the forefront and to take center stage and then eventually those you know you can't have the horns blaring for two hours without your audience going a little mind crazy um So it oscillates into the string section or it'll oscillate into some deep drums or something like that. And so the same is true for our work-life, quote-unquote, balance. I don't like that word, but we'll just use it for the sake of uh, it being common nomenclature in society. And that work-life balance, what I really think most people are seeking is harmony. They're thinking of how do how can I integrate work with my business, with with my family life? How can I integrate 
my family with my business. So I just saw a great example today from a friend of mine who I I was on her summit uh, earlier this year. And she had a big success and she took a picture and had her kids attend her graduation ceremony for her big success. And they were present there. And that, that to me is integration of harmony. So sometimes you have periods where there will be a focus on work. That doesn't mean that you cannot integrate your family, your relationships into the wins, into the moments of both the work and the successes and the payoff from the work. And that's really what I do with my kids is I allow for that integration. Now, is it perfect? No, by no means. Like (laughs) there are times and days of struggle, of course. But I've always integrated Declan into my work. It's a little different with two. But to give you an example, when I just had one, like with Declan, when I first started growing my business, he was sleeping on my chest 90% of the time as I worked on my computer, as I built systems, as I reached out to potential prospects and clients, as I posted on social media, as I wrote my blogs, as I reached out to um, potential strategic partners. He was on my chest that whole time. Colton is a little more fidgety and he's a little bit more floppy. I don't know. Maybe I had extra coffee when I was pregnant with him. I don't think I did anything really different than I did with Declan. But he's just a little like he likes to flop his head. He's a bit more mobile. He is. I think he's probably going to be walking and talking a lot faster than Declan was simply because and that's very standard for a lot of kids because who are the second child because they see an older sibling doing the things that they want to or can be doing and so they learn it a little faster because it's not just the parents teaching it's also the older sibling role modeling the way of what's possible. I mean, Colton just looks in awe at Declan when he's like doing flips and cartwheels and somersaults and all that. Like he's like, whoa. And you just can can see his eyes get super big. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get to do this with my body. That's amazing. And so like right now he's just in this very kicky phase. And so that does not bode well for me being able to work on my laptop and get things done in my business. So the balance, the harmony that we've actually had to create as a family is a little different than the harmony that we had and the symphony that we were playing when it was just uh, Spike, me, and Declan. Um, It's now a little different. I don't have Colton on me all the time, 24-7. In order to record this podcast, I tried recording a podcast with him breastfeeding. It did not work out. (laughs) He almost kicked the mic over and I was like, nope, I don't think this is going to work. But that ability to be able to say, okay, I'm going to adapt the symphony. I'm going to shift the, the pace of the symphony and what what section needs to crescendo right now? So sometimes there will be the section that there will be a section of this your life's symphony that needs to grow, increase, and enhance. And sometimes there's a section of your life symphony that needs to decrease and and resonate differently. So when I was ramping up to be on maternity for several weeks, which I didn't take with Declan, I barely took any time off with Declan. Um, with Colton, I <laughs> Spike would differ that I took time off. I took time off from working with clients. 
Um, I occupied my brain by shifting and restructuring our systems in our in our company. Um, but that so that was different. But I took time off because from actually working with people, so I could actually focus on building stronger processes inside of our inside of Crown Yourself. And that worked for me because I was able to build also a process of learning a morning routine with Colton because for the first six weeks that he was born, mama didn't have any routines and any structure. So it really helped me being able to build structure and systems into my company because that that aided in uh, some of the lack of structure personally because babies don't adhere to schedules. <laughs> like They do not. <laughs> at least not immediately when they're first born. So now Colton's on a bit more of a regular schedule. He's gotten into an oscillatory rhythm, you know, knowing when is day and when is night. And and he's gotten into a bit of a pattern of certain times that he likes to feed um, so that that makes it easier for me to navigate. But during that period leading up to my maternity leave, I took the time to let the string section of the section of my family of leaning into trust and faith with my body and getting really deeply connected instead of focusing on sales, 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 sales. And did that have a an effect on my company? Yes. And did I also know that that effect was temporary? Yes. Because it allowed me to also look at what systems and uh, processes needed to be restructured so that that wouldn't happen should I choose to have another child in the next, you know, few years, which is possible. Um, Don't know if it'll be in this country. I do. I I would love to have another baby in a country where they could be an anchor baby and receive citizenship. (laughs) But that's a whole other conversation. Hey there, Queen. I hope you are loving this episode as much as I loved recording it for you. And as a mom of two boys under five, I would not be here if I had not shifted my mindset radically from being in doubt, having massive imposter syndrome, to truthfully crowning myself the queen bee of my life my as the queen bee of my household and the queen bee of my business and that is what my mompreneur mindset self-study course is all about this self-study course is not available anywhere else except on this podcast episode so if you want to deepen your mindset, master it with new strategies that will shift your subconscious mind and how you operate as a mother and how you show up as a business owner so that you too can become the queen bee of your life and your business, then click in the description below and grab your Mompreneur Mindset Self-Study Course. Five hours of deep video content, worksheets, and audio files so you can take this course with you on the go in the carpool lane while you're waiting to pick up your kids. This course will help you master your mindset so you start showing up present, fully engaged, and feeling alive and fulfilled in all areas. And as an extra special bonus for being a Princess and the Bee avid listener, when you click the link below and use the coupon code the Princess and the Bee you will save an extra 22% off your self-study course now. This is only available for our Princess and the Bee listeners, so definitely get your booty up in Mompreneur Mindset now. And now, 
Back to the episode. Had I been seeking balance, quote unquote, to be able to have my work and my life be balanced at that time, there was no balance. Like that, I was fully focused 100% on my baby and a successful delivery and getting him out of me, especially since he was a 10-month baby, not a nine-month baby. I have longer pregnancies. And so I had to allow for that focus of that area of my life to crescendo. The same is true now as we moved out of an into another season. Like when I got the TED Talk, I had three weeks to prepare for my TED Talk. I had three weeks to write it, rehearse it, prepare it, and then freaking deliver on it. And that that experience, that was an area of my life where I had to let that piece crescendo. So Spike was with the kids 95% of the time. I would, of course, stop to feed Colton and be with um, be with Colton and Declan from time to time. But Spike was primary caregiver for those three weeks and, and still is a, very much the primary caregiver in our family right now because my company is at a different place than it was five years ago. And so being able to acknowledge that and know that the symphony can change, that's what allows for the oscillation. If I was seeking balance, then that would mean I'd have to take away from the success that my business is having or I'd have to take away from the time with my kids. And I don't like seeing it like that. I feel like that that's a very scarcity mindset place to be in versus the the overflow that can happen when you think of life as a harmony and working for you. And when you can think of life as a harmony and working for you, then there's an abundance of sound coming from all different sections. And sometimes that one section of your life, your family or your romantic relationships will need to crescendo. And it will be amplified because the other sections of your orchestra will be supporting it. So how I run a company with two babies under five is I acknowledge that even just on a daily basis, sometimes there are moments where my work will need to crescendo and sometimes there are moments where my children will need to crescendo. Like if Declan gets an ow, 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 then like that's something I have to focus on. Like just this week, I had a plan for my Wednesday work, which is typically my content creation work, to crescendo. And Declan the night before was crying because he had a really bad ear infection. So I had... I took him to the doctor to um, get that taken care of. And so thus the mom life was able to crescendo. And I knew that my work would support that. And I knew that that was just a shift in the orchestration of my life. But I prefer to think of myself as a conductor rather than a scale. Because a scale, first of all, I've never done well with scales anyways. Like, hello, 10 years of bulimia. Like, I... I still am not the biggest fan of scales, though I am a fan of measuring moments and and having that data to give you the feedback as to what you're if what you're doing is working. But when it comes to orchestrating life, I so prefer to think of it from being the conductor than being in the state of looking to remove success from one area in order to achieve balance. 
I disagree with the metaphor. I think that it is one that perpetuates scarcity. And I think that if we can all start thinking of life as an orchestra, of allowing, is this a is this a part of my life that needs to crescendo right now? Does my work need to decrescendo? And trusting that your decrescendo of your work, let's say, for example, if you're going to have a baby or if there's a certain experience that's happening at home where your work does need to decrescendo, then allowing for that decrescendo to trust that there will be another point in, the, in your symphony when that will get to crescendo again. It's just not right now. It's just another section of your orchestra just needs to take over to allow for the, for the melody as well, to allow for your life to be melodic. Like melody isn't just one note. It's, it's mellifluous. It's fluid. It flows. And so to achieve that state of flow, that comes from having a different experience with what are the metaphors that we're using in our life. If we're using a metaphor of balance, then the problem is, is our subconscious mind speaks in metaphors. And so if you're, if you're seeking for balance, if you're seeking to achieve balance, what happens is, is that your subconscious mind is thinking of it like a scale. So what does it need to remove that's something that's going really well in order for you to have that balance of, of mediocrity? Hell no. No, thank you. That is exactly why I choose not to believe in balance. I choose to think of orchestration. And because of orchestration, that's telling my subconscious mind a very different story. It's telling my subconscious mind that you can have a piece of your life and a part of you crescendo and trust that it'll also decrescendo because no one wants to listen to the horn section, you know, blare for two hours and no one wants to listen to a string section uh, for, you know, two hours going crazy on the violas. And that is why we have that melody of life and allowing ourselves to get into the dance and into the melody of the flow rather than looking at it from this achievement-based standard of checking off a to-do of, yep, I have work-life balance. Like, what does that even look like? Versus what would it look like? What would it feel like if you had a, a better connection to the melody of what is playing out in your life right now? What areas of your life actually need to crescendo right now? So for example, right now, what we're crescendoing in Crown Yourself is our group coaching program, Communication Queens, on helping people get booked and profiting from guest podcasting. I've consciously chosen to crescendo that in order to support my personal life so I have more time personally with my kids rather than doing all the one-on-one -on -one coaching that I was doing. Because I've chosen to crescendo that in my business, it is requiring me to focus my attention as a conductor more on building up communication queens right now so that it can be, it can support the other areas of my orchestra, my family life, my personal life, so that I can have that section crescendo and feel really, really comfortable and supported by it into the other areas of, of my life. 
And that's a choice. So it's a choice to see, okay, this area of my business needs to crescendo right now. Maybe your money mindset needs to crescendo. Maybe your investing habits need to crescendo. Maybe choosing to invest more time and money on books and in courses and learning and understanding how to invest needs to crescendo. Maybe your family needs to crescendo. If your kids are having trouble in school or if you're struggling a bit in your marriage, then that's maybe an area where you get to allow that to crescendo so that you can focus on that, get it to a place where it's a masterful work of art and it sounds mellifluous and it is flowing and then it can decrescendo into allowing another area of your life to crescendo. So, If that metaphor changed something for you and your perceptions of balance, let me know. Shoot us a message. Take a screenshot of this episode. Every time you share our episodes with your friends, it helps boost our listenership so that more people like you can listen and receive this content to shift their mindset and maybe their belief systems to become the queen of their lives. And with that being said, as always, my fellow sovereigns, own your throne, mind your business, because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.